Welcome to the Real Life Discipleship Podcast, where the conversation about discipleship is always real for real people in real life. I'm Lance Wigton. I'm Communication Director at Real Life Ministries in Post Falls, and I'm here again with my friend Jim Putman, who's the lead pastor of Real Life Ministries. And today we're going to continue to talk about discipleship. And uh, today's edition is spiritual maturity. And I, and Jim, this is one of those things that being in the church as long as I have, uh, people talk about this person spiritually mature or I'm spiritually mature. You hear that you hear that terminology used a lot. But uh, how would you define someone that is spiritually mature? Well, I certainly don't define it as somebody who's like uh, a finished product. Like, I don't have anything else to learn. Like, uh, you know, even Paul himself said, you know, forgetting what is behind, you know, I press on. Uh, he, he says, not that I've already attained it. So, you know, if the Apostle Paul uh, recognizes that he's not a completed product, then uh, I, I'm pretty sure none of us can... can uh, call ourselves a completed uh, product either. So I would say um, it doesn't mean you're done. It just means you've grown to the point where you've become intentional. You have skills, but you can intentionally use them uh, in the lives of others. It means that you uh, are walking with Jesus. You know, you're, you're abiding in Christ. You're growing in your understanding of the Word. You're feeding on God's Word. You're walking with the Spirit. And as a result of that, you're, you're following Christ, you know, you know His Word, and you're, you're surrendering to Him daily, you're being changed by Christ, meaning, you know, this is all the Matthew 4.19, uh, you're being changed by Christ, meaning you're becoming a lover of God and a lover of others, so you're becoming more Christ-like. And then you're also committed to the mission of Christ, uh, come and follow me, I'll make you fishers of men. You, you now uh, want to share the mission that God has given us. Uh, when I say share, I mean we, we share it with the Lord. We've joined Him, and we share it with uh, other believers. When I think about uh, spiritually being mature, again, you're abiding in Christ because apart from Him you can do nothing. So that's an ongoing daily relationship with the Lord. I think about you're a part of a spiritual family. You've, you've come to love God and love others. You're using your, your skill sets that God has given you for His mission. And ultimately, that means that you're shaping your time, energy, and effort around uh, the mission that God has given you. You have skill sets, experiences that you're using wherever you work, live, and play in the four spheres. And there's a humility about you. There's a love that you possess. There is a, a relational capacity to look past each other's faults and to be honest and transparent with each, with each other. And, um, and ultimately, a spiritually mature person has spiritual children that they're working with, infants, children. They're sharing their faith. It, it's much like if I, if I asked somebody if they were a parent and they said yes, uh, and I'd say, well, where's your kids? And they'd say, I don't have any kids. You'd go, well, then you're not a parent. Mm -hmm. A spiritually mature person is a parent. They have spiritual children. They're mm -hmm. actually making disciples. And, and I've met a lot of people that would say, I'm spiritually mature, uh, I, I, and yet they're not making disciples and they don't have spiritual children. Then I would say, no, you're not. That's why we, we call it 
you know, the five stages of spiritual growth. You've got mm-hmm. the dead, then you get born again, you become an infant, then you become a child, then you become a young adult, and finally you're a parent. It, it, you can be a young adult who kind of babysits people in their spiritually in their uh, in their spiritual walk, mm-hmm. but unless you have kids, you're not a parent. So I'm looking for people who who are intentional, they love God, they love others, they have spiritual children, they're humble, they're a part of the body of Christ. And and so those are some of the 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 things I look for. But again, when I when I'm thinking about that, I don't know that they're spiritually mature just because they're a certain way at church mm-hmm. or in a group. I know they're spiritually mature when I see them acting like Christ in every sphere, at home, at work. Mm-hmm. They're not saying work is work and or business is business and church is church. Or mm-hmm. They're actually letting Jesus work in them wherever they work, live, and play. So, you know, they'll invite somebody to church that they're, they're in business with. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll... They'll be doing devotions and praying for their wife. And as I get to know them and see their family and do life with them, I start to recognize that they are being consistent in their life. And when they make a mistake, not if, there's a mm-hmm. humility about them and they confess it and they're and they're, you know, they're they're brokenhearted over it and they're like, you know, I, I gotta I gotta make some changes or I did this and I've got to go to my wife. And the kind of counsel they're giving other people as I watch them speak is a humility, you know, and not judging or being proud, but they, they want to minister to people and they, they're honest about their own failings as a, as a way to, in, uh, to, to bridge the gap with people in well, their relationships. Well, I guess I, I'm a little confused because you say, a spiritually mature is someone that is someone that hasn't arrived. They're not a finished product. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, you're also saying that a spiritually mature person is someone that is the same way, regardless of what their environment is, mm-hmm. or regardless of what their situation is that's happening to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, so I'm trying to figure out the difference good. between those two. So things. what I'm saying is, spiritually mature is not perfect. Mm-hmm. They they may act like a child. They may. Uh, do something that's not right, but they're honest about it. They don't glory in it. They don't. They they don't get stuck when they make a mistake. There's a humility about them. Uh, you know, when we were talking before, I I can be a spiritual parent, mm-hmm. but then I've actually said this to my wife. Uh, we get into a fight, and I've said, "You started it." Mm-hmm. And and when I hear that. Uh, I'm like, wow, I cannot believe I just said that. Or I might even double down on that for a little while. And then when I go to my wise counsel and I'm sharing what's going on, as I'm telling them what's happening and I'm hearing what I'm saying, or they're hearing what I'm saying, they're going, Jim, spiritually mature people, parents, can be immature. Mm -hmm. It's just they don't live there. They visit there. And so when, I, when I'm thinking about a spiritually mature person, I'm not looking for a perfect person who always has the answers and always does the right thing. But there's a heart change in them. They want to. They go to the Word. They have a quiet time with the Lord. They might say something like, you know, in my quiet time with the Lord, I got busted because uh, I said something the other day to one of my kids that was just not Christ-like. And, and I'll go, what did you do with that? Well, I had to go back to him and say, I'm sorry. And I, or I had to go to my wife, or I had to go to a coworker. you know, I, 
I said something at work I shouldn't have said, and I've just been feeling terrible about it. Or they're, they're, they'll come to you and say, you know, I don't know what to do with this situation. And I'll say, well, what, what, what do you feel like you need to do? What does Scripture say? Well, I've gone to the Scriptures, and, I, and you'll, you're talking about the Scriptures. You're seeing in, in their life when you speak with them, when you watch them, there is a humility and a desire to be more Christ-like in them. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, not being finished means we're not perfect. You're not expecting someone to be perfect. And if somebody thinks that they are, then clearly they are not spiritually mature. Yeah, when they're always the expert Mm -hmm. uh, and there's a pride about them, uh, or, you know, whatever mistakes they made, it was a long time ago because now they've grown. Mm -hmm. Now they're at this perfect... I'm like, no, hold on. You know, everybody struggles with their sin nature. Mm-hmm. And if you can't share with me how you struggle with your sin nature, then that means you're keeping it secret or you actually believe you don't. Yeah, you're, you're lying to yourself. Yeah. So uh, when, when there's a reality about them and openness, uh, um, a humility and a heart, uh, those are the kinds of people that I actually want to be in charge of other people, mm-hmm. not the group that always thinks they've got it figured out. Because then, you know, they just like the Pharisees. Jesus said, "You, you know, you, you're a blind guide." He said to him, "You know, you, you, you strain out the gnat and swallow the camel. You, you don't get it. You, you, you don't understand who you are and what you're about." And and so you just make more a son of hell than you yourself are. He said, "You're actually when you go make a disciple, you make a son of hell." A proud, you know, and uh, without empathy and, and judgmental, and you know that's not the kind of disciples we want. That's that's really good. Uh, so if I was to walk into this church and you don't know me, you know, I'm a new I'm a new person. I say, yeah, I'm you know I'm spiritually mature. Uh, you would respond to it sounds like from your comment about being a parent. Are you spiritually parent? Who are the people in my group? Who are the people that know me? And it sounds like you would go talk to them. To find out who I am, more than me just telling you. Well, I probably ask them the question based on what definition. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, they'll say, "Well, I have this degree, or I've done, I've had held this position, or," uh, and just by them defining for me how they they measure up to that standard tells me a little bit about them. Most spiritually mature person I know wouldn't announce they're spiritually mature. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't just say, I'm spiritually mature. They would say, you know, I'm a disciple and I make disciples. I, I, I try to do what Jesus wants me to do, and, I, and I'd love to serve. Uh, how can I help? Um, you know, and I'd be able to ask them, tell me about your relationships. Tell me about your your walk with Jesus. What are you reading right now mm-hmm. in your in the scriptures? Uh, tell me about your relationship with your wife. And and they would even tell me these things, but then uh, I would... Well, first of all, they would accept that before I would put them into any sort of position, uh, they would say, I'd want to serve. But before I'd actually let you do that in any major sort of leadership way, you would understand... Scripture says I'm not to put my hands on somebody too quickly, that they need to be vetted. They need mm-hmm. to have the characteristics of that. And they'd be like, yeah, I'll do whatever. I, I'll do whatever I can to serve, rather than I won't serve because I'm only worthy of this position, or I want this high-level role. And they expect me to go, oh, well, since you want that, well, there you go, mm-hmm. because you're a Bible teacher. Uh, I honestly believe that those who have education... Um, 
because they've been through some sort of system uh, are the least likely for me to put into some sort of major role. Uh, the Bible says that knowledge puffs up, mm-hmm. but love builds up. I'd want to see that knowledge um, shaped into hands and heart mm-hmm. and love. When I see that, now that's going to stand out. You know, I struggle with that when you say that about somebody that's coming to you and say, I'm qualified by how I define it. But I feel like... Um, uh, you know, and this is more of a general statement, but I feel like when we grow up in the church and you go to vacation Bible school, you go to a lot of these youth programs, you memorize the Bible, you get attendance, you bring a friend, you bring a Bible, and then you get multiple stickers. And so we grow up in the faith thinking that we have earned something, therefore, you know, I'm a fifth-degree black belt or... uh you, you, you know, we, we've jumped through all the Bible hoops, and so therefore, I've done all those things, and outside of the context of relationship, I could see somebody, even myself now, if I was to come to this church now, uh, saying, hey, I've done some stuff, I'm ready to go to work for you. But that's not how you define spiritual maturity. Well, no, they even go beyond that. My job is to put them in the positions, and ultimately, they want me to go to work for them. Right. And so, but I, I in because you don't have all the stickers I do. Right. Yeah. Well, and, you know, like in Power of Together, I actually wrote about this guy who has been a, a teacher, kind of a famous uh, teacher who runs a Bible study. But about every two or three years, he leaves whatever church he's at and he takes them to a different church. And it's usually because there's some sort of fight where the, the senior pastor doesn't care enough about the Bible, the senior pastor doesn't agree with him, and so he just takes his group, and it's a pretty large group, and he mm-hmm. just goes to a different church. And so uh, I, the guy came to our church, and he was here a couple times, and he wanted to meet. So he comes in and he says, you know, as you know, I, I'm a Bible teacher, and I've got a large group of people, and I'd like to start doing my Bible class at your church, and this will bring a lot of tithers in, because these people, they go where I go, and here they come, and, and, uh, and they'll, they'll do my class, but they'll tithe here, and you know, he's trying to, to sell me on this as a benefit. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I'll always, in this case, I pointed out, listen, spiritually maturity, spiritual maturity to me is not just what knowledge you have about the Bible. It's about relationship. All the law and the prophets hang on two commands, love God and love others. By this, all men will know that you're my disciples by your love for one another. There's at least three churches that I know of where you got into a battle, you took your ball and went home, and you went somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You didn't resolve it. You didn't come under authority. You, you just took your ball and came home, and everybody else is wrong. And why would I, why would I want to elevate you into a position? When you let somebody teach, you're saying, we're going to celebrate that person's character. You think you're mature because you know the Bible. And I said, I won't let you teach here or have any sort of authority until you are known more for your love and your ability to work through conflict and your stick to and your humility to be under authority. You're going to be in a life group. You don't even get to lead a life group. And until that, that happens in your life and you're known for that, you're not going to get a position here. Of course, he left. Mm-hmm. He didn't like that. Uh, even though he had all the degrees, I didn't care. And he found a church where he could 
go and they would take all the tithers and the different people and the church would grow with the numbers until he's been to two other churches that I know of or three other, maybe more than that, because I just don't even pay attention. Right, you lose track. And so it just reaffirms this pride, this misdefinition of spiritual maturity. And so, you know, it's like, like you said, I think that's a great analogy, a black belt or the stickers. You mm-hmm. attain it through your knowledge and your good Bible teaching. You can gather a crowd. But if it doesn't equal Christ-likeness, mm-hmm. he would be first must be last. Forgiveness, grace, mercy, the fruit of the Spirit, all relational fruit, then it's just head knowledge. Mm-hmm. It doesn't reach the heart, and it certainly doesn't go through the hands. Well, that is a great place to uh, land spiritual maturity because that is definitely uh, the, define, uh, the definition of it, and at least how we define it here. Thanks a lot, Jim. You bet. Thank you for joining us on the Real Life Discipleship Podcast, where we want you to remember discipleship is simple, it's just not easy.